I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't, practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about something brand new we have created called the Summer Antisocial School Mini Mind. Now, hear me out. Summer is here. So if you're like me, you're thinking about vacations and beach days and poolside cocktails, and you might be thinking, hey, I'm just going to put my business on pause so that I can enjoy my time and I'll come back in the fall. But here's the thing, your competition is not putting their business on pause. So let's think of a way where it can be both. It can be both fun and profitable, and you don't have to stop everything. Just a few short summers ago, I was in your position in what I would call a social media zombie, right? So endlessly scrolling, looking for answers, feeling like I was forcing myself to go to these networking businesses. And when I stopped, my business stopped. So I was feeling even more burnt out, which you might be feeling, but also working full time. And I felt like I was missing my kids' best years. So instead of wanting to go outside and play with them, I was barely holding my eyes open. And it took a huge toll on our family and me personally and mentally. So if you're nodding yes to this, this is where my antisocial framework actually came from because I needed to figure out a way to constantly fuel my business with leads all while I could step away. So it's all about ditching the social drama and focusing on growth and income strategies that work for you. So you're not chasing followers, you're just building real connections. But I get it, you don't wanna sign up for a long, complicated program over the summer, which is why we are excited to introduce you to the Anti-Social School Minimind. Class doesn't start until September, so you can enjoy your schedule and your summer, but 
Like I said, your competition isn't taking a vacation. So we created three months of resources that you can apply to your business schedule on your own time. Just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial to learn more. And when you put down a deposit, you get one free quarter in our club, which gives you weekly access to me to hold you accountable. Plus, we're gifting you the first module in antisocial school if you want to get ahead and every resource we've ever created in our Crush the Rush library. So don't let your business hit pause this summer. Enroll in the antisocial school summer mini mine with a deposit and unlock a summer of growth and profit. Just head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial to join us. On this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, I'm so excited to bring on friend and fellow entrepreneur, Megan Moran. Now, Megan is the owner and founder of the Mompreneur Guide, but is also a third-generation entrepreneur. And so she shares with us this week how to become a recognized resource in your space, how to build a business and still be a present mom, and honestly, just how to get stuff done with your business on your terms. Megan is a podcast host, professional interviewer, which P.S. she gives us some awesome tips on how to do this, and an authority building guide. And she is on a mission to help mompreneurs connect with themselves, their community, and to really increase their visibility so they can create movements while being present and productive. We talk about how to create your own movement, how to create your own momentum, and share the proof that it is possible. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did chatting with Megan. Hi, Megan. Welcome finally to our podcast. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me, Holly. You're so welcome. I don't remember how we met, but we're both from Ohio, which is awesome. And I feel like we have really similar backgrounds. And I just, I think our audience is just going to love your story. So thank you again for joining us. Yes. I love getting to chat with you. Yeah. So I want to just dig in because I love when people share just like fun facts about their family. And in your bio, you said that you were a third generation entrepreneur. So I'm just super curious, like how you got started and how your family sort of evolved to where you are now. Yes. Well, my story of how I got started actually was when I was 18. So being raised by a mompreneur and just a family of entrepreneurs, I was always told, do what you love and the money will come. And so at that young age, people told me I was really good at fashion. So I was like, all right, my mom is like able to be around for all of the things that I'm doing, but she's also doing the thing that she loves. I'm good at fashion. All right. I've got a long runway until I'm going to have kids. So I'm going to start something now. And I actually started it as a fashion blog. And then I turned that into styling services and did one-on-one and I would help people clean out their closets. And I was a personal stylist. And I did that for over 10 years. And I also had a mobile boutique and I just did all these things in the fashion industry. And my thought was, I'll be really productive right now. And then I can go be present with my kids by the time they get here. And all of us mompreneurs can laugh because that's just like, not how how it works out exactly. And that's not how I wanted it to work out. I like to have the balance. So we had our son Jack in 2019 and then the pandemic hit in 2020. The day it hit was the day we found out we were pregnant with Sophia. And I just over that summer started to hear this whisper of you're meant to do more. You're meant to do something different. And so that's when by February of 21, I launched the mompreneur guide. I left my styling 
career of 10 years behind and just knew that I come from this whole world. So my mom has her own business. Both of my grandmas have their own business. My grandpa started it. One of them that my grandma worked in my dad and uncle worked. like everybody has their own businesses. And so it was just kind of my way of life. It was my major in college was entrepreneurship. I always took jobs at startups. And so I knew that I was able to help in this space and that I'm proof that you can be a present and productive mompreneur. And so I've been just helping in a lot of different ways since, and recently a lot in the connection, community building and authority building space. I love that. I actually did not, well, I'm just old. So I had no idea that entrepreneurship was even a major. Like I'm sure that that was not a major when I was in college, but that's so cool. Like that's, that is a thing now. Like that's awesome. Well, yeah. So it's interesting. I actually talked with my college professor yesterday about a project that I'm starting to work on to bring entrepreneurship into like K through 12. And Yeah. And it was interesting though, because he said now, technically when I was there, it was like a workaround to make it your major, like your inner interdisciplinary studies and, but entrepreneurship was your track. Now it's like a legit major. They had only four people in the department when I was there. Now there's 17. Oh my gosh. I know it's so amazing to just see the growth and the interest and hear what the students are doing. They, one student raised, they have like an accelerator program and has already raised $60,000 for their, whatever they're doing. I didn't quite understand it, but (laughs) for their own company. And so it's so cool to hear that kids are getting started younger and younger these days. That is so interesting. I feel like we could have a whole conversation about like what the next generation is going to study. But one thing that you mentioned was you really are an expert in creating sort of and helping women create like, Hey, here's what I'm an authority in. And here's how I can really have people pay attention to what I'm good at. How did you decide what to focus on as you were sort of pivoting away from the fashion business. Yeah. Trial and error. (laughs) So in my styling career, I had done a lot of like live TV, a lot of presentations and workshops. And I always loved that. And so I said for the longest time, all I want to do is talk and share. And so July of 21, I launched my podcast and my thought was, I'm just going to talk and share and see what happens, see what kind of offers come out of that, what people want from me and what they're interested in. And so as I was doing that and I started stacking on other visibility and authority building activities, people started to take notice and ask me how I was doing it. So I went from the podcast to adding in Instagram lives, which Holly, we've done a couple together, Mm -hmm. which has been amazing to doing different collaborations, things like this and audio summits. And by the time I did that over six months, it just really increased my ability to be a recognized resource in this space. And it's very meta (laughs) because- I'm a resource for being an authority by building my own authority. Um, But, but yeah, that, that was really how it all came to be is just my past experience, my confidence with speaking and my enjoyment of it. And then people seeing, Ooh, I want to do that too. And really become a known person in their space and a trusted person in their space. Yeah. I love that. We were actually talking before this, I was sort of like sharing my background and my story. And I think that's why we connected so well is because I also started with a podcast But I would say it's not just starting with a podcast. It's just sharing like what you're doing and how you're doing it. And then I would say, maybe you would have some tips here of listening to the questions that people ask you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's where it plays into being a natural authority, because I think sometimes authority can seem like I'm up here on this pedestal and and you're down here. And so that's why I like to talk in that space, because it's just like what you said, it's a collaborative experience. It's not a 
do what I'm doing. It's a come with me, let's learn together. Mm -hmm. And that was always what I wanted, but it was hard for me to find in that space until I actually read The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin. I love that. That's such a good book. Because that's such a good example, especially in the podcasting space of like, I want to be happier. My kind of statement was, I want to be a present and productive mompreneur. And so I'm going to figure out how to do it. And I'm going to bring these people along the way. And, and so I think the other part of that, like you said, is listening. So here's what I know and feel, but what are you feeling? And, oh, you're struggling with this. Well, that's a strength of mine. So let me help you. And I really think, especially in the mompreneur space and just mom life in general, it's the, it takes a village is so, so true. Yeah. And I think it's very much authentically listening to what people are asking you. And then, you know, you obviously want to make a profit thinking about like, okay, well, I'm really good at that. This could help this person with their answer. And then sort of like building your business from there. Uh, If someone wanted to just start, right. So they're at the beginning or maybe they're way into it and they're like, but people don't see me as an authority in this space. Any tips for just where to start or how to be more visible? For sure. Yeah. So I think the first foundational piece to do is what I call your guiding compass. And that's really sitting down and thinking through what is your legacy, vision, mission, and why. And this is so important because when you do this, it's like taking that drone view on your business and your life and having this information is almost to like the top of an umbrella where whatever you do afterwards will just stem off and still relate back to this core practice. And so legacy is really thinking through like, what is that ripple effect that you want to have on generations to come? Maybe it's thinking through like, what's that thing that you want to pass down or that way that you just want to affect people years after you're gone. It's not about being famous and notoriety. It's just about that impact that you want to make. Your vision would be, you know, thinking through what is that ideal life that you want to live and how you want to support people and serve people. And what does that movie like image look? And then your mission is kind of that core message. And like, what is that thing for me? It's that present and productive message. And so Mm -hmm. right now we're talking about authority building and before we used to be talking more about productivity, but at the end of the day, it all still related to that core thing. And then your why mompreneurship is not for the faint of heart by no means the easiest option, but I think it is one of the best options when it's a fit. And so knowing your why and knowing all of those things then makes you feel confident when you go out and get visible. And once you have that too, it guides you in what to say. Cause I think that's where a lot of people have a holdup is they're not sure what to say. And they're afraid if they say something now, it won't relate later to what they're doing. And then they spin themselves out and, and they don't even take a step forward. So once you have that, just go take messy action and go share what those things are. Those are a great base. There's four different topics that you can go share on Instagram, on a podcast, anywhere, and be ready to serve people. Yeah. And I always say, I think people like to see like the messy behind the scenes. Like they want to, like the question I always get asked is like, what is your schedule? Can you tell me like exactly like we, that's exactly what we talked about before this. Right. Uh Uh, So we were talking about like what our kids schedule is and when we're working. And so I think it's okay to share like, Hey, this is my schedule right now because this is what I want to build, or this is going to be my schedule in a couple of weeks because this is why I'm doing this and really just organically sharing what you're doing in hopes that it helps somebody else as well. Yeah. I think always coming from a place of service is the key. Like Mm -hmm. I have tools that can help you. You've got stuff that can help me. Like let's work together. Tell me what I can do to to support you on your journey to make it easier. Yeah. Okay. So now I want to like pivot a little bit because we were talking about schedules and at time of this airs, everyone's in like back to school mode. And so we're talking about like, Hey, how to be more visible, you know, 
schedule conversations, talk about things. But if you're, if you have young kids, which we both do, and you're trying to balance school and parenting and all the craziness that comes with that, like, what does your schedule look like? And any tips for, I hate the word balance, but like prioritizing, how do you fit it in? Yeah. So for me, my kids are three and at the time of this recording, one and a half. Sophia will be almost two. She'll be two in November. So they go to daycare right now. And so for me, I have to have my work time is separate from my mom time just because they can't, (laughs) they can't really fully entertain themselves. So what I like to do is just know, like, these are my pockets of time. And I have learned so much from you, Holly, but these are my pockets of time when I do things. And so, for example, with my podcast that I like to batch out. So we try to get a whole season done and recorded within one month and then recorded in the second month. And then I have at least a month or two where it's just scheduled out and I don't have to do anything. The Instagram lives, which is another way that I'm consistently visible is I connect with somebody, I meet with them, and then I have a Calendly link. And in there, I have my hours all mapped out where I have almost every day. There's a time that somebody could have a live with me because I keep those 15 minutes. And so you can keep things really bite-sized and simple. And the more you talk to people, the more you invite them onto your platforms, the more both of your visibility grows but it doesn't have to be super time consuming. Like an Instagram live is great because it's 15 minutes. You get on, you say it, you're done. It's done. And everybody gets to see it. So that's another way that I do it is just like little pockets of time every single day that I have available. And those just get filled up. And then the collaborations and doing audio summits and things like that, that another layer of visibility takes a little bit more planning, but it's really just, again, because I'm consistently having conversations. So if every day you can wake up and have five conversations with people, your visibility is going to increase just by doing that and having a space that you can also host them on. I think that's the other key that I've learned. Yeah. I feel like those last two nuggets you gave are like gold because I also feel like at the beginning, when I was starting from scratch, I was like, like, what do I do? Like, how do I do this? And it it truly was like, okay, I'm just going to connect. And it doesn't mean like you're asking people to purchase something or like spamming them. It's literally connecting. And I always say like, think of it in the corporate world as like you're networking. And instead of like handing out a cheesy business card, which I hated doing, it's like, okay, I'm just going to go like go introduce myself to five people at this event. And then I'll just like, you know, hopefully have a nice conversation with them. But yeah. that really is the key. And I think you, you nailed it when you said to have a home for them, I call it the home base, but like, where's your home base? Like, is it Instagram live? Is it like a community? Like what's the home base for you to like curate those relationships? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love what you said there too, about the networking, because I think sometimes in this online space, this whole concept of connecting and collaborating gets a little wishy-washy and a little different. <laughs> but when you think about like the way that I reached out to you, Holly, was from a connection point. I came across mm-hmm. you or you connected with somebody I was connected with. And I saw you were in Columbus and I never meet anybody from Ohio being in Cleveland. Like, so I just reached out to you and it was a connection. You wouldn't go up to somebody at a networking event and be like, hey, talk to me. And da, 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 da. like you would say, hey, how are you? Where are you from? Right. What do you do? You just have a conversation. And I think some while online is amazing, sometimes that gets lost in the shuffle. And so if every day you go out and you think like, how can I have a genuine conversation with people and just learn from them and, and see how you can connect them and support them. That's how your visibility grows. It's kind of a slow roots, grassroots movement at first, but then from there it can snowball because when you're connected with this person, that person, then your network and your web just grows. Yeah, I agree. And I think going back to just be a real person, like it's, 
you wouldn't say like, oh, hey, like, or I don't know, somebody the other day was like, oh, I send like 50 happy birthday messages. And I was like, no, do not do that. Like, if you don't know the person, like you don't want to read a random birthday message. So I think like really just if you're in line at Starbucks, like what would you say to somebody? Like most of the time I'm commenting on somebody's shoes or like, what did you order? And that's okay. Like that's normal. So I love that. Okay. The other like area of expertise that I'm dying to like pick your brain over is you have created these awesome resources called guides. And so I'm just curious, can you explain to me like what inspired you to create them and like, how do you use them? Yes. Yeah. So our get it done guides are like manuals to get the community and authority building activities in your business done, but to do it on your own terms. And so, like I had mentioned, we had grown our authority over about six months and people started to ask, well, I want to have a podcast. I want to do a podcast. How'd you do it? And Instagram live. That's so cool. I don't know how to do that. And it pairs really well when you have a podcast. So can you tell me more? And the collaborations, I started to get asked to be on things and people were like, how do you make those connections? And I'm a very process oriented person. I know Holly, you are as well. (laughs) And so for me, it's so easy to just do something, make it as efficient as possible write it all out. And I'm happy to give it to you, like copy Mm -hmm. and paste my process, make your time easier. And we talk about really outsourcing the learning curve. I love to try new things and like get messy and try stuff and see what works. And some people are like, I have no interest in that, please. I don't want to have to keep learning a new thing. And so that's really what these guides do is they walk you step-by-step through the process and allow you to do these big things in your business without taking a lot of time away. And oftentimes too, it's the stuff that you're like, well, I'll do it someday. And you never feel like you have the time. This takes away that excuse of I don't have time and I don't know how to do it. It just does it for you. Yeah. I love that. And I know one of the guides that you have, which I think is free, you'll have to correct me, is called movement mapping. Can you talk about what that means? Yes. So we've hosted two versions of this. We have a movement mapping party that we do, and that's a free event that you can come to and we'll sit down and we'll talk through our simple stacking strategy of how you can work smarter and not harder when it comes to building your authority. Like how can you have that home base, that signature content? And what are the other few key things that you can do that stack right on top of that, that don't make more work for you, but get you even more visible. So our movement mapping party, we do that. But then I also just do one-on-one calls where we can sit down. I can learn more about your business, hear more about the activities you're doing now. And what is that bigger movement, that whole legacy vision, mission? Why? Like, what is that world that you're trying to create around Mm -hmm. you? Like Joanna Gaines, we know her as like home and, and all of those things. And Shonda Rhimes, we know that she's got like the amazing TV shows. And so what is that like Disney like world that you are creating around you? And how can we make sure that you're getting out there and getting visible and becoming that recognized resource in that space, which then creates a community around you? Yeah. I love that. One of the things I teach, which is super similar is the whole concept of creating your own momentum, right? Like you're the one that has to create the goal and create the steps. And you know, I, you say the Joanna Gaines of your world, like, I mean, we would all love to be her, but she's got all these like little mini things that are happening that are fueling her, right? Like opening a new store, taking new photos, launching a new product. Like what are the things that are going to help you create your momentum so that people start to see you as authority. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing too, with that, that we, there's, there's a lot that goes to to being an authority. Yeah. Besides just, you know, having a place to show up, but that vibe and that personality and knowing who you are is another huge key component. Like Joanna Gaines is a vibe. 
Like you see her stuff and you're like, Oh, that's Jojo's, you know, it's a whole thing. And, and so every decision that she makes just continues to contribute to that vibe. She's speaking to a specific person, which creates a whole community around her of people just like that. And that's really how you then can decide, like you said, those momentum building activities or or those things that are going to help just take it to the next level. Yeah. I love that. Any other, like creating your own Joanna Gaines type world tips? Cause I love this topic that might be helpful for us. Yeah, for sure. So I'd say there's four and we already hit on two. So the first one being that guiding compass, knowing your legacy vision, mission, why that's crucial. Once you've done that, just understanding that, like we said, you're a vibe you as your whole self without having to think about what other people are doing. That's what people need to see. And when you can step into your unique perspective and your unique purpose and just be a hundred percent yourself, the quirkiness, the little details and all that's what people are going to grab onto. Those are those connection points that again, start to build a world around you thinking like, you know, we know for Jojo as an example, she loves plants and she loves 70 stuff and she loves to bake. Like those are all little connection points because she's showing up fully as herself. The other thing would be leadership, understanding that when you're going to be an authority, you need to take that leader role. And again, it's the come with me. It's not that like you're above everybody else, but you are going to take that space of responsibility and understanding that like you're going to guide people in a way that they want to be guided. And then the last thing would be like being smart about building your authority, not just doing a bunch of random activities, but having that signature piece of content, that home base, and then stacking the other activities where you can repurpose that, keep playing into that so that you're hitting people from multiple angles, all with that same thing. And then again, you're working smarter and not harder. I love so that. those are the four keys I'd say. So good. We call them income stacking activities, which basically yeah. means like you have one thing, but you're like offering it in different ways, which saves you so much time. I feel like we could talk for hours. So we're going to have to find like a way to do something together here in Ohio. Oh, yeah. I feel like conference or something in, in our know. horizon. Or, I or know. So before we wrap up, we like to just dig into our guests a little bit more. And the first question I always ask is what is your current morning routine? Ooh, yes. So I am shifting it right now and I'm making sure that every morning I meditate. I do somewhere between five to 20 minutes and then I'm getting up and I'm doing like a five minute yoga. Then I get ready for my day. I try to take our dog for a walk if I have enough time and my husband's got the kids. And then by eight o'clock, unless they're going to school, that's the time that I take over with them and I make myself a quick breakfast. And then we go do some kind of activity. Like today was a zoo day. So yeah, that's that on work days. It's get up with the kids, get them to school, do something for myself. And then around 10 o'clock, I like to get into my office and start to plug away. I love that. I feel like side note, starting at 10 a.m., not that you're starting at 10, like I assure you, I get up much earlier is like a dream. Like it just feels so awesome. So if you need a goal, that's a great goal. What book are you reading right now? I am reading Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Have you read it before? No. It's it's a thicker one. Like you have to really (laughs) think about it. I listened to the audio book and now I'm trying to reread it, but it's really good. I love that. Don't you love those books where you have to like, you start it on audio and you're like, oh, this is like a highlighted one. Like I need yes. to write this down. It's very scientific. So I need to be able to consume it more than at 2X speed. That's awesome. And then final question, what's your favorite vacation spot? That's a good question. We had our honeymoon in Turks and Caicos. And I would Ooh. say that 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 is one of our favorite places. 
Sounds amazing right now. Thank you so much, Megan. I feel like, again, we could just like dig into so many of these topics so much more. So we'll put all of the links, especially to the momentum mapping and the guides in the show notes, but tell everyone where they can find you, connect with you and even some things you might have coming up. Yeah, for sure. So you can find me on Instagram at mompreneur guide, or you can check out the podcast mompreneur guide either. You'll find me there with everything and you can grab one of those calls. That's a great way to see what we're doing. And also you can check out our retreats. So we have retreats for mompreneurs to connect with themselves, with others, and to connect, to grow a community. So just the stuff we were talking about today, we can get done and we are planning on having one in February. So you can check out and see what that looks like all on our website, the mompreneur Awesome. Thank you so much, Megan. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more.